What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shan Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? Welcome back to the show. Um, so Monday, Tuesday, our topics, Wednesday, discussion. Uh, Thursdays, either be Ask SSP or a throwback episode. And then Fridays, everything else, right? Movies, books, games, all that good stuff. We're, uh, we're back. So if you were tuned in last week, you did a bunch of throwbacks. Uh, I might do that again this upcoming holiday or for the new year or something like that. I thought that was pretty pretty cool. Um, but give me your feedback. Let me know what you think uh, out there in the interwebs. But without further ado, I'll give it to Shannon. All right, everybody, this article is actually from the Wall Street Journal, um, and it, it is by Kim Nash, Kim S. Nash. Uh, the title is Cybersecurity Enters Conversation About Executive Pay. Hallelujah, right? Like, this is one of those things where I, I, I've often thought this, right? So, like, the CEOs of these companies, oops, excuse me, they always get these um, these big bonuses for what they do every year, right? But when you see these companies that get in trouble for, for uh, having these events, and here's the thing, I'm not saying just because a company got hacked, like these, these guys should lose their bonuses. Right. And they actually allude to this in the article, right? Like it's not that simple, like it can happen. Right. But if you are truly negligent in how you are allowing things to go on with these companies, like it should definitely affect you, right? Like the money that you make and these big bonuses that these CEOs are getting, right? Because ultimately the CEO is going to make the final decision on these things. Like you have, you may have, a CIO, a CTO, whatever you want the C-suite equivalent to be when it comes to, to IT and cyber, right? Um, but ultimately, the CEO makes that makes that call on what you're going to do when it comes to spending money because it's going to cost money, right? You're not you're not doing any of the cybersecurity stuff for free, right? There has to be money made, uh, money spent, right? So, what they talk about in this article is actually tying um, the cybersecurity to them making their bonuses, right? So. It's a good thing. It's not something that it's not something that people should be looking at and saying, oh, they 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 should be losing out on 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 uh, shouldn't be losing out on money because of the cyber stuff. I I get it that there's a a, a healthy balance here, right? But um, something they talk about in here. Um, so they did a they had a a, a survey here, right? And they found they found that 86 of the more than 15,000 public companies that they track globally uh, did so last year, right? They tied a, a a cybersecurity bonus to the to their CEOs, right? And among them, they had some heavy hitters on here. So Johnson & Johnson, London Stock Exchange Group, that's major, and Paragon Banking Group in the UK, right? Which is a big group out there. Um, so the accountability for cybersecurity, that is a good thing, right? And, and something they mentioned in the article here that I didn't know before I read it was that Equifax actually did this, started implementing this a few years ago, right? Because remember they had that big hack that hit them uh, 20... 17 18 something like that some yeah it was around there yeah yeah around that time frame so they've been doing it ever since then it's been something that's been incorporated right so i i was surprised to see that but i'm glad that i did right because then this, this will make them take it more seriously right because like even with these ceos making these decisions i i realize that they're ultimately ultimately responsible ultimately accountable and sometimes they can lose their jobs over things that are not necessarily their fault or they may not be in the know of but it's just the nature of the position that's why you're paid what you're paid anyway sometimes a bit too much but you know it happens that way but to 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 actually have cybersecurity be a factor in all of this is something that i'm glad to see right so it's this is going to make them take it more serious because it is going to affect not the company's bottom line but their bottom line personally right like 
you got these CEOs that are making $5 million a year and then they get a $10 million bonus, right? Like if you start losing some of that, they're going to be like, whoa, okay, what do we need to do? Maybe they're going to start listening more to these people that come into these meetings, these C-suite meetings and say, this is the problem we have. And this is where it can affect not just the company, because obviously they didn't care too much about the company when they were negligent and some of the things they were doing. But when they say, oh yeah, this is going to be tied to your bonus, you know, maybe the CEO will be like, oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. Tell me a little bit more about that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let me, let me hear a little bit more about this uh, and how it's going to affect my, uh, my bottom line here. You know, you're telling me I can't get my fourth house this year. Hold on. I, I don't want to hear that. You know, that's how those CEOs get down, but yeah, I, lo I love it. I love having this tied to it because it makes them take it more seriously, right? Like, um, I, I've, al I've always said since we've been doing the podcast, it's a public trust thing. When it comes to these companies, it's a public trust thing. And just the fact that it's happening so often, it just leads me to believe that these companies don't care so much about that, right? But affecting them with their bottom line, I think this is where change is going to be made. But Ryan, what's your thoughts on this? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 again, I agree, right? Like, so typically we do, we don't disagree on on the handoff. Like, usually we're we're uh, we're in sync. Uh, but with that being said, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, if there's a bell, hit a bell. Uh, share to nerdy friends, all that good, all the, all that goodness, right? Keep us uh, growing uh, on both YouTube and uh, the podcast. But um, I'm done with the the shameless plugs. Um, I think it's a good thing. I so this is my this is my concern, right? I, I hate to be the pessimist. Like so, there's a lot of pressure being put on them. A with this, right? So like your bonuses will be tied uh, to your cyber hygiene, right? Like if we have breaches, things of that nature. It could uh, consequences, right? If we have issues, there's a consequence to your pay, which makes sense to me. Uh, also, it will elevate, hopefully, the, uh, the 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 CISO to have more of a say, uh, or whatever you call your equivalent within your organization, to come to the table, right? Because now people's uh, people's vacation houses are on the line in some of these companies. They're, they're boats and yachts, uh, potentially. Um, but also with the, the new SEC rules and just regulation in general, uh, pushing towards fines and things of that nature, it's become very, uh, very uh, litigious, 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 uh, litigious. Thank you. I, I'm struggling with words this morning, uh, as well as uh, uh, costly for you to not uh, take care of your business. Then it's going to tie into cybersecurity insurance because those premiums are going up and things of that nature. Um, my concern is that they start to shift some of this stuff uh, in the wrong directions. So like, I, I believe you should, uh, obviously you should hold uh, the person in charge of your company accountable. I, I believe that you should listen to your your uh, your CISO or whatever the equivalent is, because that, that's the person who actually knows what's going on outside of operations, right? Like this is how the cybersecurity frameworks we should be using, how we should be using them. Uh, I also think that the, the use of MSPs and MSSPs, like outsource some of this stuff uh, to getting your 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 analysis done, your risk assessments, your your business impact, all that good stuff. Uh, but as as you start to stack these things, right, like it'll be cheaper for you to hire these services to get the right people in the in the in the right places to uh, to making sure that you don't have a big breach that costs you a lot of money. My concern is that we, we saw in the recent years, they like to shift that back onto their employees and say, hey, have a nice day uh, because we need to keep these record making profits. Right. Uh, so that's my only concern. It, I, I don't want the excuse that like it's cost us more money to do the cybersecurity thing. So now we have to have less people work for us. That's my only concern, because that's typically how they try to shed the uh, the the blame. Uh, and, and again, I'm not never been in charge of a big company or a small company uh, by any means, but just from the outside looking in, 
for they've been doing a lot of cuts and I'm, I'm I would be afraid that they they say well we want to continue to get you know x uh per quarter and all this cyber stuff because it because it the disrespect right all this cyber all these cyber things are starting to stack up so now we have to cut x amount employees uh in order to to make this work that's the part i i, I fear is uh because at the end of the day the uh the shareholders don't care they just want you to continue to make x profit so uh, it's just how they how they how they phrase it how they how they position the extra cost that makes me a little nervous so here's my so here's my my somewhat counter to that though right so i i do understand your logic behind it but the only <clears throat> the only people that could possibly suffer for this i i don't think they would do it at the expense of keeping the cyber people on hand right so like you said they're going to mitigate that risk by pushing it off to someone else to take it for them right not necessarily take it for them but to but to work it for them right right to aug augment it'd be cheaper to outsource it uh it, in the states hopefully <laughs> right yeah that's the hope that's the hope yeah. right um but so even with that being the case i you may lose some cyber personnel inside these companies but that just means these firms that are taking care of the stuff for the companies are just going to grow larger like that's the pool that's going to grow larger to where people uh, i see what you're saying like, right like you, know you won't work for company x but you'll work for the, the company y that's providing that's, services to right. company x gotcha right. so okay. like I, I think those i think those pools will get larger because those companies aren't gonna be able to handle all that like if more more big companies do that they're not gonna be able to do it with the with the personnel they have on hand now, right? They're gonna to have to double, maybe triple, you know, the people they have that are working these different things for these large companies, right? Because just some of the ones I listed, like Johnson and Johnson is major, you know what I mean? Right. London Stock Exchange, like they're not gonna have any problems with the London Stock Exchange, you know what I mean? Group, you know what I'm saying? So I don't think I don't think it'll put like, you know, the, the salespeople, I don't think they'll end up losing their jobs or anything like that but the cyber people they'll just have to shift from working for johnson and johnson to you know vanguard whatever it may be you know what i mean so right um i i think i do understand your logic though like i and i don't wish the same thing either right because that's that's me just looking at it from a small scale to say oh you know i love that it's cyber here but then you got x y and z losing their job over that in which case like that's that's on the ceo and you're right like the stockholders only care about getting their dividends when it comes time right like give me the yep. money like pay me please you know that's all <laughs> they care about so I, I do understand that and that is that is a risk with it right so but i just don't think i don't think it'll be as as demanding or or as bad as they say it is because like even with some of these big companies i know i know they're still going to go on right but like when you got these big companies that are letting 11,000 people go, like that stays in the news cycle for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? And it can be right. some publicity, which again, I know I'm kind of contradicting myself and saying, oh, public trust and this and that and the third, but you get negative publicity, you definitely don't want to see that. That'll cause the CEO to get ousted as well. You know what I mean? So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it goes from there, man. Like I hope, I hope, because usually I play the pessimist. That was a little bit of a role reversal there. Right? <laughs> you did that. Like, you, right. you that time. Usually it's me. I'm the devil's advocate. You know what I mean? Like, put the horns up. But yeah, no, that, I, you, you bring up a good point, though. And I, I just hope that that's not what it comes to. Right. I, I th and I think we'll see it come to a head within the, the next year because of the, the new rules uh, being dropped by the SEC, the new uh, the, the administration's new plan that's rolling out, which I, I think will be uh, bipartisan. I think it'll continue to grow. Right. Because like, we've seen all the all the all the other administrations have rolled this stuff to the next administration. It's only gotten bigger and, and better. Like, I don't I don't foresee a shift in power causing this to go away. So uh, I think within the next year, we'll know exactly 
what the, I guess, the market is saying and what these companies are doing um, when it comes to uh, their 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 hiring and uh, firing practices, as well as just their their buy-in towards having better cyber hygiene and, and actually um, uh, being uh, amenable to their whatever respective framework, right? Uh, so like it's only getting it's only getting more stringent. So they, they need to get on the ball now or face consequences later. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And that's that's not this like this. I, I, I said it negatively, but now it's good. <laughs> like you should be uh, adhering to your framework, right? That's that's there for your industry uh, best practice to keep you and your clients safe, uh, which will ho hopefully only uh, grow your profit margins because you're not paying for said breaches and things of that nature, right? Fines for for losing people's PII. But we'll see. We'll see what the future holds. Um, like the past three years has been crazy. I could not have predicted it. So uh would definitely continue to tune into the show. Uh hit us up uh at all the websites that have our name. Hit me up personally. I'm at RyRy Security Guy. That's R Y R Y Security Guy. I'm on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, Twitter, and Threads. Stay safe, stay secure. Mm -hmm.